Let's simplify. That's the theme of this series of Soul Talks. We're Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors of psychology, helping you to thrive with Jesus in living, loving, and leading. In 2 Corinthians 1.12, Paul teaches us to behave with simplicity and godly sincerity, not by earthly wisdom, but by the grace of God. Today we're going to talk about how you can simplify your soul. We'll be showing you how our new Breath Prayer Guides resource can help you and your friends in the stress of daily life and work, so you can renew your soul in favor versus the Bible. Hi friends, come on in, join Bill and I here in our homes. We have a Soul Talk. Soul Talks are a regular part of our rhythm in our life, in our relationship, and our rhythm with Jesus. And we're so grateful that you tune in and join us in this. Just on Saturday, Bill, um, this is Monday, we're, we're here with our friends and our home and the microphones, but so Saturday you spoke at a, a local church and I wasn't with you during that time. And so you came home and we started our Sabbath Saturday when you got home and we went for a bike ride and we bike ride it up to our favorite bakery to share our favorite gluten-free cookie. <laughs> And as we were, I was asking you, you know, tell, tell me about today. I wanted to hear about it. And you shared with me. Yeah, I, I shared about a woman who came up after the talk and thanked me. It was on a Sabbath experience and how do we find rest in God in such a busy, stressful world. And she's got a lot uh, j- juggling in a, her career and ministry in the church and uh, this sort of thing. And she was sharing with me how she struggles with feeling guilty because she doesn't pray enough. And uh, she was giving some different examples of that. And okay, wait, I'm going to back you up, slow yep. you down here a little bit. So she's successful in her career, and she's the women's pastor at this church. It's not a small church, and that's a volunteer position. Yeah. So you, this might give our leaders a little bit of an idea of how earnest she is. Plus, she's been doing her own spiritual formation learning and training personally yeah she's she's been through seminary in fact uh you know this is a high-powered women leader uh, who's uh, very devoted to the lord and uh, mature and uh, super appreciated by lots of people and uh yeah just and but she doesn't um like most christians doesn't really understand the the stages of grace that we talk about in the book that we're writing and so she's, uh, what I helped her see was that putting herself under this expectation that she ought to have these uh, daily extended times of prayer, sort of like with her Bible open in, in her chair, set scheduled times of 30 minutes or more, that this kind of a thing that, well, that, that's, a, that's a very valuable training that we do that kind of thing, especially in the stage we call help and discipleship, which is the, the second stage of the Christ stages that we unpack. But as we, as we go along, there's other stages to come, like responsibilities in ministry, we hit the wall, then there's the, the inner journey, and then we come into these later stages of spirit-led ministry and then ultimately transforming union. And my sense was is that she was in the inner journey, which is where we're more aware of our of our emotions and our struggles, and we're bringing that into a relationship with God and with people to receive empathy and and care. And she was being uh, called into the the uh, spirit led ministry stage because she was longing for more of God and and growing in this intimacy, and then learning how to bring that disposition 
into her relationships and her ministry as a women's pastor. And so there's a, that's a whole different uh, personality, mode of being, uh, attitude, demeanor, and way of operating spiritually to be in help and discipleship, one of the earlier Christ stages, or spirit-led ministry, one of the later stages. And so she was putting on herself the expectation that she ought to be like she was before and very structured and these long periods of time in prayer, whereas actually the Spirit was leading her into a more integrated life where she would would pray as she goes. Of course, we still need set times of meditation and prayer and Bible study and other spiritual disciplines, but it's not as important that they be uh, daily in a structured way when we can learn to do them as we go. And And it's really important that we don't let the enemy shame us, which is what we so quickly do, is go to this period of of shame and feel like we're failing and maybe even like we're an imposter because we're not doing these long, deep dive of devotionals that we used to do. And we can just either get swallowed up by the shame or taken out or just feel like, you know, we're failing or, you know, how, how can we do it? Or get ourselves back into a legalism that's a heavy yoke. It's not an easy yoke, and it's not even fruitful. Yeah, it's so easy to fall into the temptation to measure our spiritual life based on our disciplines, our quiet times, our devotions, and this our sort of thing. performance, even. Like, you know, especially if we're a performance-driven person. Yeah, in our performance in our devotions, as well as our performance in our ministry or work or relationships Mm -hmm. and uh, that generates uh, a lot of pressure and anxiety and guilt and shame and so what we need to understand is that in the spiritual life these performance metrics are are not important or or secondary at best because the the standard that jesus gives us the one standard is that we would uh, increasingly love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love our neighbor as God loves us. That's his greatest commandment. And so the, the point of the disciplines is to help us do that. Uh, the disciplines are medicines. They are soul care experiences and spiritual formation activities to help us become more loving like Jesus. That's what we teach in our Easy Yoke book and all of our soul shepherding resources and so helping her get into that mentality and to see that, okay, she's in a different season of the soul and uh, structured uh, uh, prayer times are less important to her now than they were earlier in her journey with Jesus when she was in help and discipleship because now she actually has the capacity to integrate meditation and prayer with her daily life. And so she was talking to me about how she was doing that in the car turning her car into a sanctuary. And it used to be, you know, in the car, she would, driving between appointments and her job, this kind of thing, she would be worrying about things. She would be strategizing how to solve problems with, with clients and customers and d- different different things and, and just be stressed out. And now she knows how to pray and talk to Jesus while she's in the car and how to, how to meditate on a scripture verse. And so uh, helping her to see that not only does she not need to be in guilt and be like shaming and judging herself, but also she doesn't need to be in guilt because actually this this is a a new and better season for her 
her, her, the state of her soul now is more suited for this integrated spirituality that comes in spirit-led ministry. And breath prayers are a really great way for us in that stage to be able to tune into the Lord and connect with the Lord and pray even in the car or in line at the post office or wherever we find ourselves to be able to abide in Christ. And it does help us to love him with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And specifically this week, we want to talk about a breath prayer that really helps us with gratitude, especially because we're in this season where we're focused intentionally on Thanksgiving, which is such an important discipline in and of itself and is a is a command and a teaching of Jesus to give thanks and that he practiced. Yeah, so uh, one of my favorite uh, prayers uh, that I pray every day, m- multiple times probably, is the words of Jesus from the Easy Oak passage, my favorite passage in the Bible that's the uh, theme of our Easy Oak book. Uh, He says, uh, Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. You've hidden your ways from sophisticates and know-it-alls and spelled them out clearly to ordinary people. And this is the part of the preface to the the famous words of the easy yoke, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, take my yoke upon you. You know, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so he's ministering the easy yoke to us out of his own intimacy with God is Abba. So a lot of times we think thankfulness means that we have to be concretely praying thank you for a specific thing, like thank you and listing something specific that we're grateful for. And a lot of times we maybe miss that a simple breath prayer, thank you, Lord, can be a true form of gratitude. Yeah, being grateful is an attitude. It's, it's a smile on your soul. It's uh, an appreciation of beauty. And it, certainly it becomes concrete. And so uh, it's helpful to have specific things that we're grateful for. But it doesn't, yeah, your point is it doesn't have to be like a rigorous list or uh, this kind of a thing. I, I like to uh, go out and uh, take a, a walk or a run almost every day. I'm outside and in nature and in beauty. And it's a real fundamental soul care practice for me and I will just naturally without usually without even trying or planning I'll start giving thanks to God for the blue sky or the birds that I hear singing or the breeze that's blowing in my face or something in God's creation that I'm noticing and appreciating or just my health to be out walking and and so when we give thanks to God it is like good for our spirit and our soul and it's good for our relationships and it helps us to be more productive. And it's really a powerful tool for uh, simplicity because there's so much about our life uh, that gets complicated and stressful as we were saying in our last podcast. And so when we just reduce it down to here and now, this moment, being mindful that I'm in the presence of Christ and the kingdom of God and I have stuff to be grateful for. It just really helps to to center us and be our best self. Yeah, and praying this simple prayer, thank you, as we breathe in and receive his breath, and then as we exhale, Lord, and praying that in a rhythmic way over and over and over, deeply breathing in and filling and receiving God's goodness through our breath and oftentimes even with our eyes because we tend to practice this when we're out in nature enjoying his beauty, but it, it creates in our body this habit of thank you, of gratitude. And so both you and I have found 
that we find ourselves praying this unconsciously. Like there's just times when we start praying that breath prayer with our breathing and we didn't even intend to or mean to do it. I, I did it this morning before our podcast. And so that's what we want is because now, now we've got a habit that's engaging our heart in a prayer. And so when you hear yourself in your mind say, thank you, Lord, or thank you, Father, uh, or Jesus, have mercy on me, uh, or whatever your breath prayer is, you hear yourself saying that, and it's like, oh, yeah, I want to pray. The Lord is present. I have reason to be grateful. That's right. It's not that this habit means that you're not grateful anymore, that it's just this habit that you're doing when it's meaningless. It's not that at all. It's like the habit of praying this, thank you, Lord, breath prayer awakens me to the gratitude, yeah. the gratitude I'd been missing. It's like my body wakes me up to it. Yeah, and so the the... Uh, this is a good example of in all of the over 40 breath prayers in our, in our breath prayer guides that are on our Soul Shepherding website, uh, that resource, they all have a sp- specific breathing rhythm. There's a few different breathing rhythms we use or recommend depending upon the scripture phrase that we're praying. And so this is a good example because with thank you, we're, we're breathing in because we're, we're receiving. Mm-hmm. We've, God's grace and goodness and beauty to us, his, his word, his truth. Uh, so many wonderful ways. Uh, every spiritual blessing we have in Christ, Paul says in Ephesians 1. And so we're receiving uh, with a smile. And I, I, and I like to, I've, I've practiced smiling. Learned that from you, Christy, to smile a prayer to the Lord. And it's a, a powerful thing to do even when I don't feel happy. Especially when I don't feel happy. Because it's not that I'm faking something, it's I'm reminding myself I have reason to be happy in the Father's world with Jesus. Well, and it does increase your happiness. You know, that psychologist I was talking in our last podcast about who was teaching the the Google leaders said that even if you just put a pencil in your mouth, hold a pencil in your mouth horizontally, it forces you to smile and then you're going to be quicker to find comics and jokes funny. You're going to find yourself laughing because you're smiling. And so our body positions us for these things. And so thank you. Lord, breath prayer positions our hearts actually to be grateful and our minds to go to gratitude. Yeah, that's how powerful our bodies are, how God has made us, and just the the interplay and intersection of our bodies and our minds and our emotions and our, our whole being. So as, as I'm breathing in, I'm, I'm smiling, and I'm receiving God's grace, and I'm going, thank you. And when I'm first doing a breath prayer, sometimes I will breathe in extra deep, and I will hold my breath extra long to, to, to just to feel it in my body, even feeling a little bit of tension there. It's, it's waking me up and alerting me and energizing me. And then I breathe out and I just fully exhale all the way. And again, I'll exaggerate the movements the first time as I'm getting started with, with a breath prayer. And then breathing out, I'm, I'm praying, thank you. I'm praying, I'm breathing in, thank you. And I'm breathing out, Lord, because that's a prayer of submission that... Jesus is my Lord, my King, and I'm, I'm trusting my life situations to him. So I'm letting go of control. I'm releasing, uh, even renouncing that part of me that might be, be prideful or ambitious or, or overly self-reliant or just stressed and hurrying. And so I'm, I'm yielding to Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, and that feels con- uh, consistent and in sync with breathing out, letting go. And so I'm, I'm emphasizing for you these different rhythms in, in the breathing patterns because when you practice and, and train with this, 
during a time of, of where you've got some uh, 5, 10, 20 minutes to, to practice the breath prayer and to meditate on the scripture and, it's, and you're in a quiet place or maybe you're taking a walk or you're on retreat, but you're, you're doing some training to, to begin to cultivate the mindset, the, the prayer attitude and, and the habit, th- you do that so that then you can integrate it you know, back to the woman I was talking to after after the, the church seminar, so that you can integrate it into your daily life, because that's where we want to be. We want our whole life to be Jesus' school of discipleship. We want our whole life to be an expression of love for the Lord. But the only way we can be so fruitful as that, uh, more and more, is to be abiding in the presence of Christ. We're branches abiding in the vine, and so we're doing this training off the spot before the group that we're leading before the big presentation at work, before the the uh, the, the kids come home from school and, and we're going to have dinner together. You're you're training with your your breath prayer from the Bible and getting the rhythm down, getting the experience down. Maybe visualizing yourself in the scripture passage. So now it's saturating into your brain cells, into your endocrine glands, and now the prayer can begin to work without you even thinking about it or trying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, this is such a blessing. It is, and it's. It's helped me to actually be able to pray without ceasing and give thanks in all circumstances, as Paul admonishes us to do. So I get excited about these breath prayers because it's been truly life-changing for me these last 20 years. I mean, the person I was 20 years ago, and by God's grace, who has helped me be now, I was like, wow, God is big, God is powerful, God is good, and one of the disciplines that's just been a, a, a constant through all of that that's really helped me in my own growing in grace process has been these breath prayers from the Bible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it feels good to be able to express our gratitude to God, you know, to, to show our appreciation. There's lots of research on this. Yeah. It's incredible the, to secular psychologists that are teaching now in the school, uh, school of psychology called positive psychology in particular, but Many, many different uh, psychologists and business leaders and life coaches and who are not coming from a Christian perspective are talking about the importance of gratitude. And it's like, hey, that's, that's in our Bible. That's our stuff. You know, that's like ancient practices, the, the, how God has made us and what he has taught us. And so we need to reclaim our, our heritage here. Yeah, and, and we've got a lot of good Christian spokespeople encouraging having gratitude journals, which is another great discipline and very helpful but this is another way that you can make and integrate gratitude to God into your life in a discipline that doesn't require even a pen and a pencil. Right. Journaling is wonderful. There's a great place for that. But we, we need uh, disciplines for on, on the go uh, so that we can be growing and stretching into this integrated life where we want to get out of the, the bifurcation that we tend to struggle with and it's very natural in the earlier stages of our journey with Jesus that we were talking about to have these set times of devotion and church. Uh, and, we, and we always, we still need these all the time, these, these trainings, these saturations. But earlier in our Christian life, we're more like dependent on that. And it's kind of like the only way we know to connect with God. And so as we, as we go along, we learn how to, how to integrate and to walk with Jesus all day long. As we work and as we play and as we relate and as we minister. And that's where we want to be because that's where the real joy and peace and power is. Well, let's just close this podcast episode by praying this. Thank you, Lord, breath prayer together.
Thank you. Lord. Mm. Thank you. Lord. Thank you. Just let you finish that on your own and trust that the Lord is leading you by his spirit Mm -hmm. to grow in gratitude as you pray this breath prayer over and over. put together a new resource for you featuring one of our favorite tools for soul care and spiritual growth. Breath Prayer Guides. Renew your soul in Bible verses. You can download this on soulshepherding.org and start simplifying and rejuvenating your soul. It'd be awesome if you could join us at our Soul Shepherding Institute for training and renewal. You can earn our certificate in the Ministry of Spiritual Direction. We have a new cohort starting in a couple of months. 